Hello and welcome back to the Otherworldly Podcast. I am your host, Pete, aka Palm Wondrous. Today is episode 46. And in this episode, we are going to take a look at 12 words. It's essentially six pairs of words that are often in contrast to one another. And I was really inspired to look at these particular words as a result of reading the book Revolt Against the Modern World by Julius Evola. In this book, he really discusses the fall of humanity and the degeneration that is evident in the modern age. So very much against this idea of progression. And it's really through an understanding and understanding of the cyclical nature of time, which I've discussed uh, many times before in previous episodes. But without further ado, the letters of our words are symbols, casting spells that influence how we experience our reality. And their sounds create resonant frequencies, inspiring thoughts in those who hear it. Point being, our words mean something. And so the first pair of words is public versus private. Public is spelled P-U-B-L-I-C. P is to perceive. U is collective. B is being. L is consciousness. I is incarnation. C is to see. Bringing it all together. Public is the visible expression of the collective subconscious as witnessed by the individuated nodes experiencing the game. And so really the public is just that. It's the collective. It's the aggregate. Versus private which is P-R-I-V-A-T-E. P is to perceive. R is reflect. I is incarnation. V is descending. A is temporal. T is vessel or game. E is energy. To be private is to perceive our existence as an individuated fractalization of source energy experiencing physicality. And so again, where public is really referring to the aggregate, Private is looking at that individuated node of consciousness, that individuated perspective. And so, again, they're really different aspects of the same thing. You have the perspective of the collective, of the whole, viewing this reality as we all see it, and then the individual perspective, the individual world, so to speak, that reality that is isolated to just that one node. Next. We have the idea of global versus local. Global is G-L-O-B-A-L. Bringing it all together, global is the complete loss of individuality to the influence of a fully unified lower temporal consciousness. And so that lower temporal self is that thinking mind. And global is really looking at the unification. So this is the idea of that one world. It's that unified perspective of our reality versus local, L-O-C-A-L. To be local is to see the role our higher spiritual self plays as an observer of the lower temporal self. And so whereas global is that being temporal consciousness, local is seeing temporal consciousness. So it's an almost like an observation. And so the temporal consciousness is certainly purposeful, but should never be in full control of our existence in this physicality. Next, we have this idea of synthetic versus authentic. Synthetic is spelled S-Y-N-T-H-E-T-I-C. S is vibration or sine wave. Y is choice or decision. N is normalize. T is vessel or game. H is soul. I had previously referred to H as heightened, and that's really the heightened aspect of our three-tiered existence. 
So the GHT, which is G is spirit, H is reference to soul or the mind, which is the mediator between spirit and our physical existence. And the physical existence is represented by the T, which is your vessel or body. Um, so going back again to the H, H is now, I'm just simplifying it, it's soul. And you'll also notice that I spelled, for those that are looking at the visuals, I spelled soul, S-O-L. And it's really because when you add the U there, I think you're looking at the collective soul versus the individuated soul, S-O-L. E is energy, T is vestibular game, I is incarnation, C is to see. Synthetic seems to suggest a manipulation of or disruption to the way in which our reality is expressed. And so if you look at our reality in the way that it's supposed to function, with the mental plane being the cause, so that mental conscious energy, then funneling down and materializing in the physicality. So the material physical world is really the effectual world. And so synthetic is an abstraction to that true existence. It's taking that effect and creating additional things. And so it's not natural. It's produced by man within the physicality, as opposed to funneling from outside of the physicality, if that makes sense. Versus authentic, A-U-T-H-E-N-T-I-C. To be authentic is to witness our physical reality as a true expression of the collective soul energy. And so first, you just look at the first two letters, A-U. We know these two letters as representing gold in the periodic table. It's really that temporal collective. And if you add the TH, that vessel or body and soul, we know that A-U-T-H is the beginning of auth or author. And when we author something, we're writing. And that's the true nature of this game. We co-create this experience as a collective. We are writing the narrative. And so authentic is hinting at that true nature of our existence. And then energy normalizing vessel or game, that's the energy densifying into physical matter that we can then see. Next, we have this idea of domestic versus wild. Domestic is spelled D-O-M-E-S-T-I-C. D is dimension, O is full or complete. M is mental, E is energy, S is vibration or sine wave. T is vessular game, I is incarnation, C is to see. Domestic seems to suggest a loss of conscious control and an assimilation to the vibration of the game. And so I think what, again, it's referring to where you have dimension full mental energy, it's a loss of that individualization. You're now conforming to the groupthink, to that collective mind, and you're operating off of the ebbs and flows of the vibrational reality. So no longer are you fueled by conscious energy from outside of the game. You're now riding the waves within the game. Versus wild, W-I-L-D. W is wave or water. I is incarnation. L is consciousness. D is dimension. To be wild is to experience this physical reality in its purest state as a consciously created being. And so again, the wave or water, that energy from above, incarnating, consciously into this dimension. And so there's still that connection to spirit, to the higher realm that's fueling and informing the experience here in the physicality. And lastly, oh, not lastly, next we have digital versus analog. Digital is spelled D-I-G-I-T-A-L. D is dimension, I is incarnation, G is spirit, I is incarnation, T is vessel or game, A is temporal, L is consciousness. 
Digital seems to describe a state in which the spirit within our vessel is subject to the lower temporal consciousness. So again, you see the A and the L there, that's temporal consciousness. I had previously connected the A to not, which it still is, because not is representative of the gross material plane. However, I've realized to this experience of deciphering these words that it just made more sense, and I think it was more easily understood to now refer to it as temporal. I might still refer to it as not if the A is at the beginning or end of a word and isolated to a single syllable, but for most cases, I think now I'm going to refer to it as temporal. And so again, AL is that unconsciousness or that temporal consciousness represented of the lower thinking mind. DIG, dimension incarnate spirit, incarnate vessel game, temporal consciousness. So I think what it's referring to is a loss of that spiritual self or a abstraction to that spiritual self giving over to that unconscious state. Versus analog, A-N-A-L-O-G. A is temporal, N is normalized. A again is temporal, L is consciousness, O is full or complete, G is spirit. Analog describes our optimal experience as consciousness normalized to the temporal plane in full connection to spirit. So first, when we look at this word, we see A-N followed by A-L. A-N is temporally normalized. It's the densification of energy into the physical plane. Temporal consciousness, well within this physical game, we have an aspect to us, which is temporal. It's the lower mind that helps us process our experience here that then funnels that to the higher mind, to the higher true self. And then OG, fuller complete spirit. And so when we look at analog, I think what it's actually referring to is as noted, a, a true representation of this experience. This is freshly materialized energy, a fresh new manifestation not an abstraction that then happens when you start looking at things like digital or recycling material into other forms. This is, this is it as it should be. And now, lastly, we're going to look at the words that we referenced in the beginning, modern versus traditional. This is the resounding theme in the book that I had spoken about in the beginning, Revolt Against the Modern World. He contrasts this idea of modern versus traditional, now I've broken down tradition in the past, and I was really forced to acknowledge that maybe I was looking at it incorrectly as a result of reading this book. And then he references other authors that inspired him and his thoughts, which were Rene Guénon and Oswald Spangler, both of whom wrote other books also taking a look at this idea of the fall of humanity in this modern age. And so let's look at modern. M-O-D-E-R-N. M is mental, O is full or complete, D is dimension, E is energy, R is reflect, N is normalize. Modern seems to refer to a time in which we succumb to the influence of our lower temporal consciousness. And so you can see through this process and through this episode, there seems to be a theme that's pretty consistent. And that's with all of these words that I've shown on the right side of the screen, color-coded in the purple, are really indicating a concession or conceding to that lower mind, to that lower self. And with modern, its contrast is traditional. Traditional is spelled T-R-A-D-I-T-I-O-N-A-L. T is vessel game, R is reflect, A is temporal, D is dimension, I is incarnation, T is vessel game, I again is incarnation, O is full or complete, N is normalized, A is temporal, 
hell is consciousness. Traditional might refer to a period of time in which we gain control over our lower temporal consciousness. And so when we look at traditional, vessel or game reflect temporal dimension. This is speaking to the lower aspect, the mental plane, the gross physical plane. Incarnation, vessel or game, incarnation fully normalized. So I think it's the game reflect temporal dimension. It's talking about the incarnated vessel and it's talking about the incarnation being fully normalized to the temporal consciousness. Now, in this case, I'm forced to consider that maybe the normalization, which I've referred to in the past as it's both representative of a densification of energy into physical matter, but it's also representative of a harmonization of energy. And so I think in this case, and again, I find myself going back and forth on this, thinking that maybe Rene Guénon, Julius Evola, and Oswald Spangler, they were just referring to a concept, but using a word that might not be representative of that. But nonetheless, if the word that they are using, we often hear this idea of traditional when it comes to cultures honoring their ancestors. So perhaps it's a harmonization of energy to that lower self. So a recognition of the lower self and a balancing that exists with that higher aspect. Again, I'm still wavering on whether or not I agree with this. But uh, to bring it all together with all of these, I just thought with this last slide, we'd look at all the different icons. And so with the world we're looking at right now, the world in our current now moment that is being built and what is being threatened to be built, we can see the theme, the public, the centralization of resources with the globalization, the idea of synthetic, the idea of domestication, of digital, all of these things is basically representing the Iron Age, the fall of man, the age in which humanity completely disconnects and disregards spirit. But because I also believe, like many others, that we're on the uptick, that we're reaching the end of the Iron Age, and there's an expansion of consciousness happening that's going to take us into a Bronze Age on the way back to a Golden Age, I think what we should be doing and focusing on is what's shown on the left side and that's the idea of honoring private, focusing on local, focusing on authentic, on analog, on traditional. And I included wilds here, and it's really just focusing on our authenticity again, looking at who we are, who we're meant to be. Right now, we've all been indoctrinated into a system from the get-go. And that really shapes us into a role that society deems is necessary for us, rather than looking at who we are and what we represent and what gifts we might hold to share with our fellow man. And so as I've been working towards understanding who I truly am through that in inner seeking and inward looking, I really advocate for everyone to continue to work on finding out who they truly are. And that's the old adage of know thyself. And so I'll end it there. If you found this content to be of value and would like to help support future episodes, please consider joining me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash palmwondrous. That's P-O-M-W-O-N-D-R-O-U-S. And on Patreon, I do share things that I don't share on other channels. I have Telegram channels up now, which I basically just push out the episodes of Otherworldly and Wisepeak. I might start sharing some exclusive things there as well, but most of my exclusive you know, journal entry shares... They all exist on Patreon, uh, you know, both YouTube and Telegram, and I'm not really active on Instagram any longer, but if you're welcome to follow me on any of those other channels, and, you know, certainly 
you know, send me some messages, ask questions. I'm happy to answer anything that I can. Uh, we'll go from there. So until next time, know what you stand for. Thank you.